1: HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so that you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. Home-cooked meals are made simple. HelloFresh makes conquering the kitchen a reality with deliciously simple recipes. HelloFresh does all the meal planning. I mean, that's huge for me. You can get seasonal simple recipes, pre-measured ingredients. Everything comes right to your door. You can spend less time meal planning and grocery shopping so you can get that time back to do more of what you love to do. All meals come together in 30 minutes max. Calls for less than two pots and pans and requires a minimal cleanup. Makes family dinners fuss-free with HelloFresh, picky eater, kid-tested, and approved family meal plans. They have three plans to choose from, classic veggie and family, with the option to switch between for when your taste changes. Get out of that recipe rut and start cooking outside of your comfort zone by discovering new delicious recipes. We have and we are obsessed. I even had Tracy last week make us one of our HelloFresh boxes. And now she's hooked, especially with Baby Cannon. Anyhow, you guys, for $80 off your first month of HelloFresh, go to HelloFresh.com slash Kim Z80 and enter Kim Z80. Again, for $80 off your first month of HelloFresh, go to HelloFresh.com slash Kim Z80 and enter Kim Z80.
0: Podcast One presents. House of Kim with Kim Zolciak-Beerman. Join Kim, her husband, and six children as she shares her journey to success and the positive mentality that brought her there. Come on in and make yourself at home. Now, here's your
1: host, Kim Zolciak-Beerman. Hi, you guys. Welcome to this episode of House of Kim. Okay, we're just going to jump right into baseball, aren't we, Croy?
0: Sure. I'm game.
1: So I get confused on this first seed, third seed, 29th seed championship playoffs i don't know i have no idea like it's just too much i i don't even remember half the time the name of their teams i get them confused because there's three team i mean for the love of god um so yesterday it was what i thought it was the championship games no it wasn't
0: yesterday was the start of the tournament yeah like so, okay
1: a whole so nother t- terminology. oh great
0: right so the so i'll break it down one more time for you sweetheart it's, I
1: don't think you ever once broke it down. You didn't, maybe not on
0: the podcast. I think I've, no, I've and tried to explain. You didn't say, Kim.
1: First of all, we do this. Then there's a tournament on no, Saturday. Then have. on Tuesday we play for the playoffs, and then Friday we do the championship. Like, well, so why don't you just it, break it down and I'll make a little list here well, because so, then I wouldn't have to
0: keep right, no, so racking part, my brain. Well, so part of it is unknown, right? So you have to wait, right, To know, course. right? How how kids how they play and how if they win or lose and is Croy trying to imply that um. I'm stupid. I'm just
1: kidding, baby.
0: No, (laughs) sometimes I think I'm stupid because I can't even keep up. No, but so in order to, so throughout the season, we just, we play and and it builds up. So when you first start, you have two practices a week. Then it goes to one practice a week and one game a week. Then it goes to two games a week, right? As it builds in, right? Towards that I knew because you
1: said Mm -hmm. we're only going to have games from here on out. No more practices. So
0: then they go into the weekend, or they go into the last. Basically, two weeks are games that matter that determine what seeds you are going into the tournament. So those games you want to win because you want to go in as the highest seed because seed one in the tournament bracket will pay will play seed eight or. The not so good team, the the worst "quote unquote" worst team of the so tournament. So
1: Cash was seed one.
0: Yes, we went in as numbers as the number what one. What about seed. KJ? KJ went in, I think, as like the number three, two or th- no, like three or four numbers. And
1: seed. Kane was number one.
0: Yes, Kane was number one. Correct. Right. But
1: Kane's so, team is like known for being the best. Right. Is Cash? In well, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah we, I we, guess yeah, it is. We're, we're, I,
1: I, of course, it's because of my children. <laughs> right. I mean, of course.
0: So. Oh, my God. So I'm just kidding. I'm just
1: kidding. I better say that before I see some Instagram new account <laughs> <laughs> that says, like, Kim thinks her kids are the reason why the whole league is winning. And then, oh, God, that would just start yeah. a big shit show. Oh, so okay. I'm obviously kidding. Yeah, open, yeah, yeah. I'm kidding. My, my boys are very good. You know, I'm very proud of them. But they do have their off days. And that's what we're going to talk about.
0: Yeah. So. We wanted so the last three games of the season are determine what seeds you are going into the tournament. If you win all three, you'll probably be the number one seed. If there's a tie in between teams, then they go off of how many runs were scored and how many they allowed. Right? There's who
1: a, who makes this? Who looks at all well, this? Well, you
0: have to have it fair. You got it. You no, gotta like have, who's
1: the guy that's doing all this? Because this is like the a board. Lot. I
0: think the board of of our little league or whatever yeah, mm-hmm, where our the park, the board of the park that we play at. So, yeah. or club that we're a part of. It's a club, I guess. So they, they come up with these rules and how they all handle it. It needs to be fair. And so. If there's a tie, let's say two teams after those three games finished two and one, then you go to how many runs they scored and how many runs they allowed and the difference in that number. Do you see why I'm confused? Do you see why I'm confused? Whatever, Whoever has a bigger number then gets the number two seed and number three and work your way down.
1: Okay, so now let's just start. Let's just talk about right where we're at. Okay, let's talk about after, like today. Yeah. Yesterday's done. We're going to talk about it and then, yes. So Saturday
0: was the first day of tournament play. And so now... If you lose, then you go into the loser's bracket and you're fighting for third and fourth, second. We can't, there is no, you can't fight your way back in to, to. if you lose once, you're no longer eligible for the championship game, right? So it's a big deal to win these games because all the work that you've put in needs to, you know, you want it to pay off for the little right. guys. You want them to get the trophies. You want them to have the big picture and be able to brag to their friends at school and and, you know stick their tongue out at the other kids at the park, you know? You're a mess. <laughs> but so it's a big deal. So the other games were a big deal, but not quite as big a deal because if you lost, it wasn't, you know, you still had a chance to win at the championship, but you you, you want the better chance to be the number one seed. So game one is cash.
1: Okay. We're jumping 9 a.m. Okay, so first of all, Cash played Friday night at at six p.m. Yeah,
0: didn't finish the game till like seven forty-five, eight o'clock,
1: and now you have him playing at nine a.m. on yeah. Saturday.
0: So our guys. WTF! I know. So our guys showed up.
1: It was a lot. And it was obviously evidently, I mean, we lost the game, but even if we had won by, you know, whatever, they were really tired. And it was very evident, including my son. He missed a couple balls. He plays first. Cash missed a few balls. Corey's like, Cash, we can't miss the ball. And, you know, I'm like, Corey! (laughs) Run up, <laughs> But then I said to Corey, I know you have to say something and like wake him up, but he's, you know, I'm just, I'm one of those moms that's just like all is well, sweetie. No worries that you missed the ball, but I get, I right. get it all. But anyways, I was so pissed off during this game. So I have on my notes, cheating coaches <laughs> and Croy's like, Kim. Okay. Kim, what 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 are you, you going to say? So here's here's the here's what happens in our league. Okay? Well, so there's a lot
0: of gray in 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 sports, and can be a lot of gray in sports depending on can you bend rules? Can you kind of you know manipulate the situation? Different there's things. like there, rules there's like after area. you know with
1: Kane for example, halfway through the season or whatever, when it comes to the there's no more tea usage. You're, right. you're being pitched. So like I didn't That's know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, yeah, I didn't know that. Like at half point, at halfway or yeah. whatever, their uh-huh. logic was that he would no longer have the T, which is fine. But I was like, where the hell is the T? So three strikes and you're out. These guys don't understand that because the three strikes, you're out. Then you get a T, and then you can try. Mm. Anyways, let's jump right into the asshole yesterday. So Cash (laughs) is playing. We're playing the game. It's 9 o'clock in the morning. I have been retaining a lot of fluid on a side note, like a lot of fluid, and I don't really know why. So my doctor put me on a very low dose of steroids to try to like eliminate the fluid. So I don't know if... The steroids made me feel like I was going to, I was like 125,000 degrees. It was like so muggy. There was no wind. I'm like profusely sweating. I know the wig didn't help. I know, I know, I know. Um, I have on all black because I'm retaining fluid and I'm still trying to like, you know, look good. So I'm hot. I'm by myself. Well, my nanny came with me. I shouldn't say I'm by myself and Kaya and Kane was up the night before with a cough and had a little bit of a fever. So he stayed home. Long story short. I tend to not sit on the bleachers. I tend to like stand back closer to first base where this fence is, where Croy usually is. That way I can be like, cash is coming for you. I'm pretty intuitive. Did you see yesterday? Oh, no, you probably didn't hear me. I said, KJ, it's coming for you. And it popped in his arms and they're like, that's a mother's tuition. If I've ever seen, I did it three times. And they're like, Jesus, you should get another job being a psychic Kim. But anyways, so I'm like hot and already kind of like, you know, it's, it's really hot at nine o'clock in the morning here in Georgia and muggy. So I'm already a little feisty, is my point, and we're playing the game. Well, like I've talked about before, there's a coach that... Uh I personally don't know. I just know him as a coach, and I think his technique and approach uh, is an inappropriate. So that's all I'm going to say. Well, there's also <laughs> another coach that is that what he is. This guy that I'm referring to, he's a coach. Yeah, he's yeah. a coach. Mm-hmm. So there's this other guy, and there he he irritates the living shit out of me. Okay, I'm talking. I I don't know if it's his antics when. I'm very competitive, and I'm aware of that. And I get so like if if his kid like, you know, second base, right? And this happened yesterday, but it was KJ's team. KJ had the ball in his hand. The kid slid into second base, knocked the ball out. All of a sudden, he could. They called him out. Then they changed it to safe, right? And and so this guy, this is just an example. Of this exact this coach I'm talking about, he would jump up and die, yeah, yeah, he's screaming. And I'm like, you know what, buddy? I just want to choke the shit out of you. Like, can you calm down, buddy? So there's something about him. Well, guess what, you guys, I don't know, mm, a month ago or so, Croy and I were in New York and Ariana and Zalma, our nanny, were at the field, I think for practice. We generally don't let them play when we're out of town. KJ can, but Cash and Kane sometimes can, um, you know, lose sight of what they're doing and forget they're playing baseball and be watching the birds or Cash, she loves to dig in the sand still, you know, that kind of thing. So Ariana called me like kind of upset when we were in New York and she said, Hey, um, this woman went up to Kane and said, You are absolutely not allowed to play with my children. Get away from my children now. And I got to be honest with you guys, Kane is the sweetest. Human on the planet. If if somebody said that to KJ, okay, I might, you know.
0: um Yeah. So we I, asked her. You know, was there any reason why she would say something like that? And, and our our i aunt was said, like, no. Oh, like
1: there was like, mom, he was just playing. They were all, they were, they there were on a like of a, kids, kind of yeah.
0: around. They were they had this ball. It was like well, I think they had a football and a tennis ball. And so then it rolled to Kane or something. He grabbed it and then, but it wasn't it wasn't like there was an yeah, argument. Yeah, they were or they were like playing. Like yeah,
1: there was nothing going on. So she snatched her like child, like yanked the child right. So Ari, I said, who, who the, you know, you know me, you guys. Who's this? Who the hell is this? She's like, Mom, I, I don't know. I can try to get. I said, put put Zalma on the phone, the nanny. Is this is Zalma. Get a picture of this person, and she's like, Oh, she actually has a jersey on, like with her kid's last name on it. Oh, send me a video. Send me a video, please. So they do, right? So, anyways. I just was like, wow, like Zalma was like, Kim, you know, Kane, like Kane literally is such a kind soul. He wouldn't harm or hurt anybody. I, and he's very sensitive. So anyways, Ariana and Kane are very close. So Ari, I just was trying to make sure with our nanny that nothing happened because Ariana's going to stick up for Kane anyway. She said, no, absolutely not. They were all playing and getting along. So I real, so Ariana shows up at the game yesterday, about 15 minutes late and um, which is so sweet that she even comes at all. I just love that the girls show up to every one of their games. It's really cute. And she, I said, you know, this coach is really getting on my nerves because the same coach will yell at the umps or intimidate the umps. One of the coaches yesterday threw a glove. Was it yesterday when he threw a glove at the ump?
0: Yeah. So in in coach pitch, you know, umps, if you if you have an ump, they require it? a fee, right? So oh. they want to use those umps. And the park is going to pay the umps for the more uh, advanced play. So uh, kid pitch, you know, things like that where it's a little bit more of an advanced play and and the rules, you know, really, really matter. And, and it's, you know, it's a bigger deal.
1: Like sliding into home is very serious in our club. If you do not
0: slide into home, you should not get the run. Well, funny thing you say that funny,
1: funny thing is
0: so cheating coach. Oh yeah. So, these volunteer umps are they're just high school kids they're 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 actually they they actually
1: they they actually go to school with ariana and they've actually told several other people um and ariana that they hate umping because the coaches will scream and yell at them, and they're just like it's too much it's so stressful for them
0: right so they're volunteer which is what i want
1: my husband to start doing and i'm going to get into why
0: (laughs) (laughs) They're volunteer ups, you know. So I understand competitiveness. I understand wanting to win. I understand if an if an umpire does not make the, the call right you call, want, they just make the call you. that you
1: want, right? If you want a certain call, but yeah, it's legit. Like, cool. It's baseball. Like we're all here to have fun. So
0: it's totally fine to say like. Yo, like are you sure like come on like that's you know but when he says yes i'm sure or whatever then it's done it's over with move on it's just these kids are learning it's it's an educational game it's yeah it's it's not the world series like it's you know like nobody's getting paid here like it's all volunteer like we're trying to just have a fun experience with the kids teaching baseball and, and just enjoy the process. So, sure, argue the call. But if he says no, argue it respectfully, not degrading anybody, not raising your voice to anybody and just say, you know, like, you got to you got to be calm. And these a lot of these guys are not. They really get into these poor kids butts. And it's like, what are you doing, man? Like, they're a volunteer, like, leave them alone. You know, like, you gotta leave them alone. And so, there's all these rules too. So, it's completely it's different. It's
1: very, yeah. One, it's our one kid different is than different. Than, Kane's different than Cash. Cash is different than KJ. Well, right, no, they both because, have to slide though.
0: No, because, well, so, they adjust the rules because these kids, you know, they can't, they can't play like normal baseball because it would just be like 30 to nothing before, and nobody would ever get the bat. So, they have right. run limits and they have base running limits and all these different things, right? So, these kids have to like, know all these different rules. So, One rule, though, in specific, which was highlighted at the very beginning of the season, went to every coach's email. It was the emphasis of the thing was they wanted to make sure that if there was any sort of play made at home, whether there was a kid standing on the base or not, if the ball was thrown at home plate and there was a child running in to score, he had to slide in. We wanted to reduce injury. We didn't want kids running into each other. So we wanted to make sure that every child, if the ball was thrown at home, was slid in. It was a huge point of emphasis. So what do you know? They are running their kids very aggressively, uh, which is another tactic to kind of also. Get once the
1: ball is thrown into infield,
0: yeah, they call time. They so call time. So You have to
1: stop running. Right. So these send their kids, which happened yesterday twice. Right. And nobody, I'm like right. cry. Well, I'm screaming at cry. So they to put it into the hand,
0: Right. So they put it into the hands of the umps who are terrified and and don't want to say anything. To say, you know, you have to send the runner back or whatever. And it's just, it becomes kind of, you know, chaotic a little bit. This is for, why I think they
1: should have bars at these fields. So, oh, well, I don't sends, know if that's a good, if that, you know what? Some of these coaches probably couldn't handle a beer.
0: He sends, he sends one runner into home, which is whatever, sends him in. I guess it was a legitimate run, but so I told my, my guy that was next to me who had the ball, I said, throw home, throw home. So he threw the ball home, mm-hmm. right? The kid doesn't slide. The ball is coming in and, Our catcher doesn't move, right? So our catcher doesn't move. He throws the ball, rolls past it. He didn't tag him. He wasn't, quote-unquote, out. You know, technically he wasn't out, but... I said, he's out because he didn't slide. It's a rule. And, and the umpire was like, you know, no, there wasn't a, nobody, there was no intentional, you know, nobody made an intention to make a play there. I said, are you kidding me? I said, it doesn't matter. I said, you know, that Juan, uh, sent out an email at the very beginning of the year and it was a point of emphasis that all kids, if there was a ball thrown at home had to slide. And so the kid was like, you know, kind of like, yeah, okay, you know, but I'm
1: telling you that the only reason these two teams with these two coaches, when most games is out of intimidation, <laughs> I, you know, I'm well, so not I lying. To, I had a I conversation after this game. I'm going to get into this game in a second with other mothers, several other mothers, Well, so I said, and some of which kids are on those teams. And they agreed. And they said, I'm the only one that has the balls to ever acknowledge it.
0: Right. Well, so I said to the coach, I said, I said, your runner's out. You know, he's out because he didn't slide. He says, well, what do you, what do you mean? You know, I said. Oh. Dude, come on! You got the email at the beginning of the year from Juan, like you know, it was a point of emphasis. You got that same email, and he kind of shrugged his shoulders. I said, like,
1: "Well, huh, I got a, I got a,
0: but I, 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 yeah, yeah, but like, so you don't follow the rules when it benefits you, but then you want the rules followed, and you want everything done to the T when it th- something doesn't yep. go your way, you know? So like, you got to, like, as a coach, it's your responsibility to to be, you know, to hold the rules." The, in the highest regards, and and be and at play and times. coach with and integrity, set a friggin'
1: example right. for your children.
0: You have to coach with integrity, and that's not coaching with integrity. You know, so it's not, so that's what is my biggest frustration that needs to change. The and, glove
1: and then, was thrown at the ump yesterday. Also happened in KJ's game a couple nights ago, and the 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 coach literally threw his glove. the The ump was maybe ten feet in front of him, mm. nailed him with his glove. Shortly thereafter, he took a bat. The coach and slams. And this is a different coach, not the mm-hmm. two I'm always referring to yeah. and slams it into the ground. Right. this right. And I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. So anyways, yesterday. Right. So I'm like, Ariana. So the guy doesn't slide. So now it starts my little ticking time bomb when the kid doesn't slide. And I'm like, Croy, I'm yelling at my husband to kind of say something. He says something nice. But Croy and Matt Whitmer are very nice coaches. I'm not just saying that because Croy's my husband and Matt's my neighbor. I'm saying that because they they are really good coaches. They're nice. They're kind. They do. Croy, I'd like Croy to get a little
0: more riled up, but
1: I, you know, I (laughs) <laughs> I respect the fact that uh he doesn't have my temper, which is such a blessing.
0: Right. I understand the it's like I said, these guys, are, they're six and seven years old. Like it's w- w- the whole experience is to get them to understand baseball better
1: play as a team. But that
0: happens with integrity. Like right. you have to follow the rules. Right. They have to be consistent. You can't, you know, change something or kind of ignore it, something yeah. or, oh, I never got that when like you did and you know and, and it's it's like, come on buddy. Like I just I think there needs to be, you know, and I'm and I'm I'm going to throw this out there that there needs to be some accountability and there's really no accountability and there and there are major ramifications for the, some of the behavior that these guys are doing and they're not getting implement you know
1: implemented at all because, because and so so you can see reason. you can see that the calls are being made yesterday in the favor of the other team out of fear, pure fear because they said out at second and blah, 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 And they said, safe. Right. And I almost, you know what? Okay. So Ariana walks up. How's it going? I said, you know what? The guy didn't slide. And she's like, oh, hell. Oh, hell. Mom, calm down. So a very similar situation i think it was at second where his player had knocked the ball out or whatever it was it was a what i can't remember the exact play but whatever happened to him and 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 he yelled at the ump and the ump made the guy safe two innings later the same play happens to our team and he calls our guy safe and this guy's heated and i was like karma's a bitch and ariana's like mom shut up i'm like was i loud she's like you're screaming and i'm like oh, okay okay i'm going to try to control myself and I, I don't know, throughout the game, certain things would happen. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. Are you kidding? Oh, he's going to get his panties in a while. She's like, Ariana's like, shut up, shut up. So anyways, after the game, we lost, which is fine. Like, of course I want to win, not fine, right, but it's but. not, it's not like, I, and, and I get more stressed out over the fact that these people have bigger tempers and so they, they win because they have bigger tempers. And these well, kids gives, are young. It, to, it, gives there's, there's, slight,
0: there's a, it gives them an advantage, yeah. an unfair advantage that I just... I what don't, if we all just obviously- start yelling well it's obviously not appropriate no that's not that's not (laughs) the i know know,
1: i know but i said to the moms yesterday i love so many of the moms and um only a few are on my team this year several i played with last year i really love there's like a handful i you know probably eight or ten moms that i really actually enjoy and love catching up with and so they happen to be all be kind of in a circle yesterday and they're like hey how did you know cash's game go or whatever and i was like you know what it didn't go very well let me tell you why and i just started you know and mind you i'm sweating bullets and i'm thinking the steroids got me sweating i'm thinking i'm just getting old i I mean my wig is too tight i don't know so i'm like sweating bullets and i'm heated over it and they all of the moms and like i said some of the mom's kids are on the teams that i'm referring to said oh oh yeah oh we agree it's it's almost unacceptable you know kim and it's like but how do you stop it i said we should just all, all start yelling and they cracked up laughing and they all i guess think i'm so funny but um it's either we all start yelling and then you know but In reality, there's got to be some accountability for these people, these coaches, because you're winning for no other reason other than your temper and your intimidation to these umps. Right. Well, so anyways, you know, to
0: find volunteer coaches.
1: Oh, I left this part out. Stop. Stop right there. What I realized. Okay, so like I said, this coach that I'm referring to. He's kind of always rubbed me the wrong way. I've never even spoken to him. It's just a vibe. I feel people's energy a lot. So a lot of times when I go to the ballpark or I go to big events or I do appearances or stuff, I always come home and take a shower right away and rinse all the energy off because I'm affected by a lot of people's energy. So Ariana, you know, I'm popping off at the mouth or whatever. And Ariana's like, mom, and like some light bulb went off in her head. And this is not, we've been, we've played this team prior. That's the last name on the back of his shirt of the woman That was really upset, really mean to Kane, that got him so upset. Like, Kane was crying for no reason. And I was like, no, no way, Ariana. Yep, it is. So they must be a dream team. Custom Ink will help you bring everyone together in custom apparel and accessories. Having matching custom gear can make you feel more connected to your people, that's for sure. Custom gear is great because you can support your favorite people and groups. Make custom sunglasses or koozies for your daughter's graduating class. Support your kids' sports teams. How cute would team mom shirts be? I need to do this. You can also make something really fun for family vacations. Custom Inc. has a very easy-to-use website that makes it simple for you to get the artwork on a site or upload a logo. You don't have to be an artist to get a cool product because they have a design lab where they can make you a design. They also have artists available to help make the designs for you and it's not a lot of money. Custom Ink has hundreds of products that you can customize. Super soft t-shirts, sweatshirts, wine tumblers, water bottles, coolers, sunglasses. You can even use your design to change the world with Custom Ink fundraising. Raise money for things that matter most to you by selling t-shirts online. All you need is a design and a cause. With the group order form, it's easy to get matching gear with your family and friends no matter where they are in the country. All you have to do is share your design online. Everyone can place individual orders. Find an enter their sizes, pay for the items, and even have them shipped directly to their doors. Bring your people together. Custom Ink can help. You can get 10% off your next order. For full details and start designing, go to customink.com slash Kim Z. Anyways, you guys, so while I'm at the game, I'm sweating, right? Um, And my dog trainer's at the house. Uh, I don't even want... want, uh, watch the video or read his message or anything because it's very normal that he would send us a message or a video or whatever while he's at the house. He loves to send me pictures of the dogs and whatever. So I don't even open it because I'm sweating bullets. I'm just trying to keep my head in the game. I'm very frustrated over caches. My husband was very frustrated over the game as well. Um, and now we have to go on to KJ. And the team that was playing KJ um, really, really wanted to beat them from what I was told, I, I don't know the ins of any uh, any of this stuff. Some of my girlfriends share because I'm like so – I'm just not into it. I don't know. I, I don't know if I don't have time or it's just not my personality. I'm never in the loop and shit. Mm. So anyways, which I thought yesterday's game was played very fair. I think the coaches on that team were very fair. Do you agree? Oh, yeah. K- like, you're talking KJ's Yes. Yeah. And actually one of them, um, Ford's very... dad, uh, Plumber. What's his uh, first yes, – I can't yes. think of his first name to saved Matt. my life. Matt. Mac Plummer. I was going to say Matt. Anyways, he was a coach last year with All-Stars or whatever for KJ, and I really love him and his wife as well, but playing against them is always tough. I really enjoyed the game because the coaches weren't in the umps' faces. It was a fair game. We won. I know you're wondering. We won, but it wasn't an easy game. We had to stop twice due to weather. Thunderstorming, we're all hiding underneath this, you know, where the – what do you call it? Snack thing? Gosh, I can't think of it. My
0: brain. Concession stand. Concession stand. Right.
1: So we're all kind of so we had to stop the game twice. But anyways, yesterday was a very, very fair. And there was game. there
0: was abilities or there was times where calls were close. It was could be questionable. Yep. You know, like and you just
1: go with it. Like just, cool. Yeah, like
0: it's just it, it may frustrate you in that moment. You may say, like, come on, you, you may know, see like, it differently.
1: Was, oh, was oh, or, no, no, no. I forgot to tell you guys this about cash's uh cash yesterday. So this sent me over the edge. If I had superpowers and could fly, I'd fly my ass right over that fence and choke this guy out. Our boy, a guy hits the ball. It's on the white line. Like, I have eyes, okay? I have eyes. It's on the foul line or whatever you want to call it. And we we get three runs home, right? Because mm-hmm, yeah. it's it goes far, far to the outfield. Mm-hmm. This f*** wants to scream after he realizes, because it was fine at first. Otherwise, nobody would have kept on running. It's a foul ball. It's a foul. And he's acting like a lunatic that's when he threw his glove. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden it's a foul. All of our guys had to go back. It's like dude, bro, you're a f- you're not a good person, so you're not winning the championship. I can right. just tell you that we still will because we play with integrity. But the point of my whole story is this: right in the scheme of things, you have to live your life with integrity. Even coming down to being a baseball coach for a six-year-old team, at the end of the day, you're setting an example for your children. You're setting an. You're, you're also showing your character. Like we're all competitive. You know, we, we all want our kids to win. We all want our teams to be successful. We, I'm also fully aware that we can't always win. But let's enjoy the game in the process. Right. You know, and it's just like, you know, it just shows, I feel like it's just a direct reflection of who you are outside of all of this anyway. And so we're never going to be friends with you, just so you know. (laughs) Not that you give a shit. So there's a single, well, I say single dad. He was a single dad this weekend at the game. I just have to share this with you guys because it's so funny. I really enjoy him and his wife. Their kids are literally gorgeous. They have three boys. The youngest one could be like a Gerber baby. And... Anyways, his wife's name's Lindsay. I can't even think of his name right now, but regardless. So, yesterday, um I saw him at the field and he had this he has a 5-year-old, the baby's a year, and then I guess 7, right? Yeah. Cuz he plays on KJ's yeah. team. Mm-hmm. So, I see him, the baby's like eating snacks, he's got his other little boy, ironically named Cannon, so so cute. With him, Cannon's so well behaved. He's like the the most well-behaved 5-year-old. He's like Kane. Mm. He's just kind of quiet and mm. you know, does his own thing, really well behaved and a big big flirt. Like he tells his dad when he comes home from school, he's got two girlfriends. <laughs> and uh, so anyways, his dad's like, yeah, Lindsay's out of town, Charleston, girls weekend. I got the kids. Great weekend. It's going great. And the kids crying in the stroller and Ariana and I are trying to hold them. But every time he's and he's fine until he sees his dad. And so he's like, this, this is going really well. It's hot. He's profusely sweating. I'm hot. The game gets stopped twice because of weather, What? Right. not twice. I guess once. No.
0: Well, yeah, once, but then there was another delay after, right? As soon oh, as ours finished. As soon as ours finished. That's right. I knew that there was another there.
1: reason why I saw Yeah, okay. Yeah. So anyways, um, he's like, yeah, this is great. He's like, you know what happened to me yesterday morning, Kim? I'm like, what? And he's telling me and Lee Whitmer, uh, Matt Whitmer's wife. So we're, I'm taking the kids to school. Uh, you know, I'm getting, dropping, you know, I can't think Carter, mm-hmm. his first son off at school or whatever. And uh, all of a sudden, Cannon's like, hey, dad, why does Caldwell, Caldwell or Coldwell, Caldwell, mm-hmm. why does he have chocolate all over his forehead? And he's like, huh? Chocolate on his forehead. And he's like, and it's all over his knees now. He's like, oh my God. He realizes it's shit. He's like, I'm beelining it through downtown Alpharetta in a minivan (laughs) to get home. He's like, he's covered in shit. So I get home, I get him cleaned up, bathed. And he's looking at me like, why am I in the bathtub at nine o'clock in the morning? I usually take my bath at night. Like, what's going on here? So then I take the car seat apart. I put it in the washing machine. He's like, I take everything out and I'm like, uh, I'm not sure how to get this back together now. So he FaceTimes his wife. He's like, you know, guess what happened? She's like, he's never done that. So weird. He's like, of course he hasn't ever done this. He's like, so I finally, it takes me forever to get the car seat back Back together. Um, me and our everybody's cracking up. Like it's so, and this baby is literally so beautiful. So we're flirting with him. He's like, you know what? I just keep feeding him to keep him quiet this morning. Like, here's your bottle. Here's some snacks. Fruit snacks. You want it? You got it. Goldfish. You got it. Like he's just giving him all these snacks. And I'm like, that's probably why he's shitting, but it was really funny. So I'm like, really hot. No,
0: didn't he say you better call the teachers? Cause, cause, uh, oh, yeah. He's going to have to sleep oh. in the school because if I can't get this car seat back yeah. together. He said,
1: he said, Lindsay, you better call the school because, um, Carter's going to be sleeping at the school because I can't get this car seat back together. So <laughs> he's like, I didn't get an ounce of work done on Friday. Nothing. I didn't get one thing done. I had big plans. He's going to take a nap. I'm going to get my work. None of that happened. None of it happened. So I, this guy's so funny. Brielle and I are always in stitches over kind of his personality he seems very quiet and then he kind of comes up with this funny stuff his wife's super super cute too so then um now he's trying to keep the game's been delayed like a good 15 20 minutes and so he didn't take his morning nap the baby so he's really crying so ariana's trying to push him around he's crying he's like this is great this is wonderful so i'm sitting on the up on the top of the bleachers because i'm like profusely sweating and he kind of comes back behind me the baby's crying his ass off and he's like hey kim I'm like, yeah. I was like, guess what? He's like, just got a FaceTime call from Lindsay. She's like, hey, heading into my massage, you know, in case you call and I don't answer. Um, you know, I hope everything's going well. I was like, yeah, great. You bet. You bet. He's like, yeah. great. So she's getting a massage. And I just could not stop laughing. So Ariana comes down off the bleacher. She's holding the baby. She's trying to calm him down. So as the games, I mean, this is like the longest game in history, this poor guy. And he's like, you know what? I, I, I just need to keep this baby awake two miles, two miles to get to my house. Because if he falls asleep in the car seat, he doesn't go back to sleep. So I got to, I got to beeline it out of here. Get him home two miles. That's it. Two miles. And he's looking at his five-year-old. Do you think you can keep him awake for two minutes? He's like, yeah, dad. And he's like, it's not happening. I can feel it. So I, I just was hysterical. So yesterday was like a fun day in itself aside from Cash's game. But it's just kind of funny, you know, to see and interact with the parents. Um It can be so enjoyable and so fun. Last year, I loved our teams, like really loved our teams. This year, our teams are okay. Like, you know, as far as parents and socializing mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. But I really loved like their teams last year. So Anyways, our kids will not be doing All Stars because we're going to be traveling. So I know that's been, people have been in like uproars. They're like, I can't believe the three boys aren't playing All Stars. Right. Everybody says this to me. Yeah. Everybody says this to me. And I'm like, yeah, we're going to be traveling this summer. We didn't want to commit to that and then not have them there. That right. would be fair to somebody else that could take the position. Mm-hmm. So yeah. anyways, you guys, um, so you're at
0: the game and you get, Oh, sorry. To play, shit.
1: I, I got so, it's just, I'm still laughing inside. I'm wondering how this guy's weekend's going with the kids. Cause she doesn't come home. with nothing until tonight or early tomorrow morning. So anyways, I get this video. Um, uh, and while it's raining, uh, and pouring, I run, I have Ariana pick me up at the front of the field so I can, I'm, I need to sit in AC. Like I'm literally profusely sweating. So I get in Ariana's car, the AC and Brielle's blowing my phone up. I'm like, what's up? She's like, uh, what's wrong? What's going on? And I'm like, what do you mean? Well, Gabe is down, the trainer, he's downstairs screaming for Croy, cry, cry. I'm like, what? I'm like, let me call you back. So I hang up and I go to his text message and it's a video of like a five foot snake. By our back door, and I'm like, Holy shit! He said, Hey, just letting you guys know this was outside your door under the rose bush. And uh, King, our little French bulldog, uh, had gone outside, walked right back in. So I thought that was really strange. Uh, I went outside, followed him, huge, huge snake, you guys, like really big snake. So he keeps telling me he's seeing snakes too, and he's the only one, so <laughs> I don't know, but there's really a snake there. And he tells me that the little snakes on the news that have like a yellow tail could kill a dog. He just got, he's got me all worked up over the snakes anyway. <laughs> so I'm like, well, where is it now, Gabe? And I'm calling. Him. He's like, well, you know, I hit him over the head with a shovel. I i, I didn't get him. Shocker, Gabe. I'm like, kick your ass, Gabe. Like, Gabe, you got to kill the snake. He's like, let me try it again. I'll call you back. He tries again to no avail. The snake takes off. He has lost the snake. Okay. He didn't like go all the way through. Well, yeah, in the video
0: you see him, and he's got the shovel. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. I'm he's so got the m- shovel on the snake's uh neck area, and he's talking. He says, "All right, I, I got him," you know. And and then he, all of a sudden, the snake whips its tail right because it's pissed off, and you hear him kind of screech a little bit. He's like, "Oh, he's got him pissed off," you know. He, "I got him pissed off," and it's so, funny as shit. As in that situation, right then and there, the tail's not going to do anything to you. There's no teeth on the tail. There's no, you know. He,
1: oh, I didn't even think about that. Nothing can
0: to you with the tail. Even if it hits you, it's creepy, but nothing's going to happen. No,
1: what if know? it like wrapped your, I thought it could wrap around your legs and strangle you or something? No,
0: no. That's like a, you have to have a big, big boa, you know.
1: Oh, yeah. a specific yeah. kind of snake. Yeah, they're huge, you know. Like, in my head, in my mind, they can yeah. just wrap themselves no. around my head and just suffocate <laughs> me to death. <laughs> no
0: no so at that moment he should have he had the shovel on on the snake's why edge. don't you
1: just pick it up and you just, just slam no, it down.
0: no you just step on the shovel to to slice through the snake's head you
1: damn know? it gabe
0: all you gotta do is just step on the shovel uh and it would have been over I, you but know was, I'm li- as i'm listening to our out. stories
1: like we couldn't make this shit up if we tried he was you know? a little freaked out so. i always wonder like what's gonna go on in our house in the next two days to talk about our podcast on wednesday this is <laughs> our life to be something <laughs> Who doesn't love a tasty smoothie in the morning? The problem is, it's easy to get stuck on autopilot making the same smoothies every day. And even the best smoothies can start to get boring and predictable. So why not mix things up a little bit with a frozen Dole-crafted smoothie blends? They do all the work for you, pairing only the most delicious fruits together into unique blends, like taking a typical banana and berry smoothie and mixing it up with mangoes and refreshing limes and kiwis. Or you can treat yourself to a sip of paradise with a strawberry-watermelon blend with delicious coconut. The best part, they're born to be blended. Each bag is perfectly proportioned and fruit that's frozen to lock in all those nutrients and flavors. And every piece is already washed and cut, so all you have to do is fill up your blender with one of the single serving bags, add some coconut water, and then blend for an exciting smoothie. Dole crafted smoothie blends. Find them in your frozen aisle. We'll be right back with House of Kim. Alexa isn't the only one with breaking news. Make sure to hang around at the end of this podcast for the latest breaking headlines on the AP News Minute. Mother's Day is just around the corner. Jen and I always talk about throwing a pair of hoops. By the way, mine are from Claire's from forever ago still. They're like rotting, but they were They're really cute. <laughs> Now's the perfect time to check out Mama Said with Jamie Lynn Ziegler and Jenna Paris on Podcast One. Brought to you by the Lady Gang Network. If he does something negative like shove his brother or call the nanny stupid, mm-hmm. which he did yesterday, we take him away. Download new episodes of Mama Said every week on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One and now back to house of kim i text my spiritual counselor angie and i'm like okay i'm freaked out there's like a five foot snake what does it mean she sends me this This marks the end of one phase of your life and puts you into a new and wiser position. You're awakening within yourself. Know that this is a transitional period in your life with new spiritual awakening knocking at your door. Basically, you're shedding off old skin, new emotions. You're transforming them into something bigger and better. Okay, Snake, it's cool. Thanks for showing up, letting me get this information, but now it's time for you to go. Also, um... Additional associations for snake is balance, creativity, cycles, exclusiveness, fertility, Croy baby, healing, patience, power, rebirth, transformation, and wisdom. So it's not all that bad, but I'm scared for my dogs. We built in this, we spent quite a bit of money just uh, fencing in our backyard, a portion of it for the dogs to ruin it in 10 words or less. And now I want to section off even more, but they're out there in the backyard, you know, and like, God forbid, we live on a lake. And so maybe obviously that's where they're coming from, I guess. I, I don't know, but... I called Carlton, my my Orkin man, texted him yesterday, like, come do something, anything. I don't care what you do. The problem is, I guess, a lot of these things that kill snakes also are harmful to dogs. So, I don't know. Yeah,
0: there's not much you can really do, uh, unfortunately. It just kind of is what it is. What
1: if you put salt around the property? I know that encloses your home, blocks negativity from neighbors, people driving by, puts you in like a bubble. Do they, maybe that'll keep them away. Might. We can try it. Yeah. We're up for anything. <laughs> Okay, you guys, Croy found another great article. Actually, Croy's full of information today. Can't wait to get to the golden nugget and see how many ladies agree with me on this one. But this is an article that was actually emailed to us. Four tips for reducing conflict from the inside out. So here's our positive segment, you guys. Keeping it positive. Enjoy, people. It's our positive segment. Turn that frown upside down. With reports showing that 80% of Americans agree our country is, quote-unquote, mainly or totally, quote-unquote, divided, is no surprise people are craving a clear path away from conflict in their personal lives, their workplaces, and their communities. Fortunately, neuroscience sheds light on why conflict goes hand-in-hand with the human experience and what we can do about it. Human beings have emotions, says Dr. Jose, and we act and react in ways that clash with other emotions, creating a chain of responses that result in conflict. These so-called... Mal, blah, 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 blah. mal. I can't say it now. Say this word for me, baby.
0: Maladaptive.
1: Yeah. Uh, anyways, behaviors make cooperation and collaboration extremely difficult, even in smaller, closer circles. While there is no easy answer to conflict in society at large, the good news is, is that we can make a difference if we start small within ourselves. When we work on our own emotional intelligence in the context of our families and friends, we can reduce conflict on a smaller scale with a ripple effect on the larger community.
0: <sighs> How funny that I'm reading this. Well, so... I want to be clear too, and in my opinion, there's conflict. There can be good conflict and there can be bad conflict. And don't shy away from conflict. As long as you're doing it in appropriate, you know, in an appropriate way, because as you work through your life and as you continue to grow and and achieve what you want to achieve, there's going to be people and situations that you get into where you're going to need to have some conflict. You're going to have to negotiate a contract. You're going to have to, you know, potentially maybe fire somebody who's not doing their job or, but there's a way in a, in a responsible way to do it. So, uh, these tips I think are going to help you. Uh, do it the responsible way versus a negative way or, or whatever right uh, but never shy away from conflict because conflict is growth. When you're when you're in a conflict, there's there's always an opportunity to grow and learn and and, uh, and have expand. great sex
1: afterwards. Okay, number one, self compassion. Self compassion teaches us to give ourselves grace for our human failings. When we acknowledge that our imperfections are simply part of who we are, we can walk forward without fear of failure. This self courage means we won't hold back from encounters with others that might be difficult or potentially awkward. An important first step in addressing a divisional situation or relationship. It also means we. We'll use past feelings as a guideline to do differently the next time, which I'm working on. Both skills are key to resolving conflict because they can change how we conduct relationships. Number two is empathy. I think I sometimes have too much empathy for people. And I think I'm working on that and I'm seeing a big change in that because I'm always like, oh my God, I feel bad for everyone. I notice the same in Brielle and Ariana. Mm -hmm. With empathy, we may not agree with the words, beliefs or actions of those around us, but we try to understand where they're coming from and what might have caused them to respond in a particular way. I do this all the time, like I said, and it's sometimes and oftentimes at the expense of myself. Like instead of saying that my hair looks like shit, I don't know, as an example, I just won't say anything at all and I'll go fix it myself. Well, it's like I'm paying you to do a service, right? Mm -hmm. And now I have to go fix it myself. You know, or whatever the case may be, right? Because my hairdresser will freak out, or I don't know. Yeah, Uh, we view their perspective for what it is without judgment. Then we are better able to respond in a way that signals our respect and our acknowledgement of their concerns or fears, which is a must if we want to regain trust or maintain a cooperative, low-conflict relationship. Again, there's good and bad points to empathy. You know, I think you can have empathy to a certain extent. I think I've gotten to where I am in my life today because I have a lot of empathy for others and always try to put myself in their shoes. I also know that some of my migraines come from having too much empathy. Huh. This is really cool. I'm obsessed with emotional intelligence because I want my kids to to have lots of it. Emotional intelligence is the ability to manage our emotions while being aware of how our words and actions affect those we interact with. It defines how we react to one another, which ultimately determines how well we cooperate with others. By learning to respond to situations in a way that honors both our emotions and those of the people around us, we can reduce conflict within ourselves, our families, and our communities.
0: Shit. Well, and I think that's kind of one of the biggest keys, uh, in reading this article is, is emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence, emotions alone, kind of as we talk and as we have expanded upon, uh, what we believe in and kind of our philosophy on life, that's your compass. Your emotions are your compass. And we talk about generating positive emotions within you, you know, repressing the negative ones, being smart with your emotions, but that's your compass and trusting your emotions. And, and sometimes maybe if you get an emotion that you're unaware of, or you're un, not unaware of that you're unsure of, you have to step back and say, okay, is this my emotion or is this somebody else's that I'm feeding off of? If it is mine, do I, you know, act upon it? Do I go this direction or this direction? But emotional intelligence, intelligence really sets apart People. And so, if you want to be extremely successful and you want to be able to handle, you know, high stress environments and, and different things, is, is you have to control your emotions and be able to repress the negative ones, expand upon the positive ones, and control yourself. And, and you can't be flying off the handle and, and yelling at, you know, volunteers at a park. And like, you have to be able to control yourself, whether, right, whatever situation I you're in. I
1: definitely. Yeah, I definitely think emotional intelligence could change a lot of people's lives. If they, they, I know working in RHOA, I know that I I feel like I'm very blessed in that arena that I have been taught tools and have learned tools over the years to, um, I do get my buttons pushed, like I said, when it comes to my children. And if you talk about them, or, you know, I mean, we all have buttons that trigger us or push our buttons or however you want to say it. But um, I think that I've, you know, have learned a lot from RHOA as far as like not being so reactive to things, because I would get so pissed off, you know, and I would get so mad, I wouldn't even know what to say back. And then when I finally started calming down enough to say something back, it would be out of anger. So I think it's just really important to take inventory of your behavior. You know, sometimes uh, walking away is better than (laughs) saying anything at all but anyways uh last but not least is critical thinking sometimes a solution that is best for one person or group is not good for another we have to ask which solution is the most workable within the circumstances and discern how to communicate that to everyone involved this requires critical thinking the ability to look at all sides and make the decision that will provide the greatest benefit and the lowest risk of conflict i think that's really huge and i think uh that's probably the hardest one for people to do
0: yeah no that's great tips so you're going to have conflict don't shy away from conflict don't run from it embrace it in the appropriate way and understand that
1: our you, girls will do anything to get out to to not have conflict right. and, and i'm i that that really is my that's really who i am as well when There was conflict in my home growing up. There was silence. So I think – I don't really feel like I've had a whole lot of conflict as a single parent with the girls. I think – I don't really feel like we have a whole lot of conflict, period. I think sometimes with just, you know, boyfriends or situations or questions that they have, it can get heated at times. But um, they tend to shut down more so than respond. Right. And I think they're working on that. And we've talked about that. And I think the same thing for me is it's all in technique, too. If somebody's coming at you, like, I can't think my brain. Like, you know, you can't think. It's all, it's a process. You right. Know? We're not, but perfect. if you're in a
0: situation where somebody is coming at you as, as you and in, an individual wanting to better yourself and, and kind of respond to that, you have to handle that situation because you're going to and be involved with people and you're going to come across people that don't know how to handle their emotions and they're going to fly off the handle and they may say something completely arbitrary and rude or something nuts, you know? And, and so you have to understand that that person maybe be lacks emotional intelligence or is, is not being empathetic or doesn't know how to, you know, think through a situation and solve it. They're just reacting versus, you know, acting upon something. So when you're involved with people like that, you have to kind of, handle it the appropriate way. And then they'll learn from you. Um, and we can all grow and and become better people. But again, don't avoid contact because the minute you start avoiding conflict is the minute you're kind of probably, you're going to get walked all over and it's just unfortunate. So, you know, stand your ground, understand that, you know, here's what I want. Here's where I'm going. Here's where I, you know, I want to be, but can do it respectfully and you can do it in a manner that is, is going to benefit everybody and it's going to help everybody, uh, become more mature. We're all going to learn from this and we're all going to head in a direction that we, is going to benefit people versus hurting people or, right. you know, tearing people down or, you know, destroying a situation or destroying a relationship just because you didn't know how to handle the conflict.
1: Speaking of conflict, let's go ahead and move on to our golden nugget, baby. <laughs> The golden nugget, you win. Croy and I are very different people when we sleep at night, and here's why: Croy sleeps naked. I, do. I sleep. It is
0: fantastic.
1: Yeah, I'm sure it is for you, buddy. I wear like La Perla pajamas. I have ones on right now that are so old they have holes in the side of them. I don't even care. And I wear this ATM brand tank tops. That I'm obsessed with this brand. In fact, I'm going to put on my notes right now to buy new pants buy new pants and tank tops because they're like really shredding like the, the, uh, shoulders of my tank tops, like some of the threads coming unraveled. And I love when people make fun of me on my snap for that. Like, it's like, dude, I, some of my favorite pairs of pants have holes in them. It's okay. Awesome. So Croy thinks and has asked me for years to sleep naked.
0: Well, I think you should. And I, and I the reason why, why I say that is it's because it's
1: easy access. That's why. Wrong. I say you pervert, Th- it's not happening. Who, I don't
0: even who even thinks like that for one, and for two, it's that's not you, even it's like You it's
1: an easy way to just No, it's yeah, not. It's yeah, not, yeah. it's not that yeah.
0: easy. It's not Go, that easy. Go
1: read your article, read it. But, he starts reading this shit to me the other day and I said, "Okay, let's let's do this on my um
0: We've talked about this on a past couple podcasts recently that one of the biggest benefits to improving your life is to get adequate, uh, sleep right. and to get quality sleep. Okay. Uh, every day there's another study that comes out that shows the importance of sleep and, and how we as humans kind of Mistreat it. And we think that, ah, we'll just, you know, it's not that important. And, and I got to get so many other things done and this and that. But they've shown and proven that, you know, talking about minutes, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, if you start losing those 15, 30 minutes of sleep that your body needs, you become half as productive and half as uh, clear on your thinking and, and you really lose productivity. So what you're actually even doing is not quality work. You're just, it's becomes harder to do it. And so. You think that you're getting more done, but you're, you're really actually not. Uh, and if you would just, instead of doing that extra two hours of work, if you would just go to bed, you would get that two hours of work done much quicker and it'd be better work and it'd be more productive. So think about that. Take, really take, uh, some snapshots of your life and see, am I getting enough sleep? And they say, uh, most adults in anywhere from seven to ten? Yeah. I think it's like seven to ten hours. I think
1: it's hours. like more like eight to ten hours. But some people can go on seven. We've only been getting seven in the last yeah. few
0: uh depending on the quality days. that you're getting. Right. Uh, so, so anywhere from seven to ten hours. And and you think like, Oh my gosh, I only have fourteen hours now to get my stuff done. Well, you're going to get so much more done in those 14 hours because right. you're going to be full of energy. You're going to be, you know, clear thinking, and you're going to be able to be way more creative. And it's just so much better quality of life. So article says seven reasons why you should be sleeping naked. Uh, oh, if you want better sleep, if you want, if you're not getting good quality sleep, maybe take those PJs off. And here's why. There's a lot of obvious pros to sleeping naked, beginning with saving money on pajamas. If you love sleeping naked, you're not alone. 2018 survey found that 58% of Americans sleep in the nude. How many? And num- 58% in 2018, uh, Americans sleep in the nude. Uh, and the number is even higher for millennials, almost 65% yeah, of whom I, yeah. ditched their PJs to sleep naked. The most popular reason sleepers gave for going naked was a matter of preference. Uh, 69% said they were more comfortable. 58% said they were more relaxed. And 54% said they simply slept better naked. Uh, so along with matters of preference, there's also a few real science-backed reasons why sleeping on natural may be better for you especially if you share a bed with a romantic partner. Of course. So if you're on the fence, uh, let these reasons convince you to give sleeping naked a try. All right. So here we go. Sleeping naked could help you sleep better. According to the Sleep Help Institute, sleeping naked helps regulate your body temperature. Body temperature has a lot to do with how quickly you fall asleep as well as how deeply you sleep. Sleeping too hot can throw off your circadian rhythm and reduce your melatonin production. And that melatonin, for those who don't know, is the hormone that regulates your sleep. And as anyone who's ever gotten a bad night's sleep knows, missing out on sleep can affect your energy, mood, appetite, and focus. So, Automatically, right off the bat, if you want better quality sleep, try sleeping naked. You're going to, you won't get too hot. Also too. I
1: never get hot.
0: Well, we, our room is very cold and they have uh, shown that trying to sleep in temperatures above like, I think 76, no No, 68.
1: I'm sorry. Our room is on 66, 68. Yeah. Above sixty. Also, I don't know if you guys know this too, about keeping your room cold with infants and newborns up to one years old and beyond you should have a room very cold you know 66 or so because they say it reduces the risk of SIDS greatly because the reason why SIDS happens sometimes to babies is because they get so warm they forget to breathe in 10 words or less too comfortable per se um so just that's a little side note babe
0: no perfect Get better quality sleep. Sleeping naked could be good for your skin. A dermatologist previously told. Okay, uh, I'll try Refinery it. Refinery29 that sleeping naked can help your skin stay moisturized, hydrated, and supple. D-
1: are you making this shit up, nope, Croy?
0: Particularly if you add a humidifier to your room. So you're, you're, you want beautiful, pretty skin. Take those clothes off. <laughs> nice try. Sleeping naked could be good for your uh vagina. So
1: i this shit. You yeah. know, what what about for guys? Though we'll, Does um, we'll it get say? to that. Okay.
0: Though not all gynecologists agree, some have suggested that sleeping naked could help reduce the risk of yeast infections. We know that I wearing tight that, fitting undies made from non breathable materials do increase the risk of yeast infections. Going naked might not have a benefit over wearing cotton undies, but it won't hurt and it's definitely preferable to sleeping in spandex.
1: Maybe I don't deal with yeast infections because I don't wear underwear.
0: Probably helps. Maybe, I don't know.
1: I really, I mean, yeah, yeah, I've never had to, thank God.
0: sleeping naked could be good for your sperm. Sleeping naked isn't just a good idea for people with vaginas. Uh, One 2016 (laughs) study found that cis men, CIS men, who went commando or wore boxers to bed, had slightly higher sperm production than uh, CIS men who slept in briefs. That's just because of the heat, right? Sleeping naked could be good for your relationship. Uh, in 2013, yeah, easy access. study found that 58% of people who slept naked said they were happy in their relationship compared to 48% of people who slept in pajamas, 43% who slept in nightgowns, and 38% of people who slept in onesies. <laughs> who
1: the fuck sleeps in a onesie as an adult? This That's got to be miserable.
0: This might be a correlation, not causation thing, meaning you might be more likely to sleep nude if you're already happy in your relationship, but hey. Oh, that's kind of
1: funny. I didn't think about that. Right.
0: Uh, sleeping naked with a partner could help reduce stress, right? We all deal with lots of stress. So, um, sleeping naked is going to take some of that away. Sleep research, Dr. Uh, Kirsten Modberg, has found that sleeping naked with a romantic partner can increase oxytocin, a hormone that reduces stress and anxiety. However, this only works if you actually like the person you're sleeping next to. So... Uh, make sure you like the person that you're getting naked with. Sleeping naked could improve your body image and make you happier. Everybody wants that, right? Yes. Twenty seventeen study found that simply spending more time naked has a positive effect on body image, self esteem, and even life satisfaction. Wow! And hey, there's no easier way to spend a lot of time naked than to sleep naked. So the more time you spend naked, the better you're going to feel about yourself. And you have better self esteem.
1: I don't sleep naked, and I told Croy this because obviously I was a single parent and lived with the girls by myself for many years, and I always worried like something was going to happen to me if somebody broke into my house, and then I was naked. It was like, oh well, shit. If I had clothes on, maybe they weren't really into <laughs> and anything. I've In case always I got told robbed.
0: you that it, it makes no difference if I he's know. coming there to do that whether you got clothes on or not. He's probably going to get the job done. I
1: know, but that was kind of how and why right? I slept with bundles of clothes on. But anyhow, <laughs> I think my husband's just trying to get more nookie and no. that's just his way no. he keeps on finding these weird articles about why i should sleep naked so all right you guys thanks so much for tuning into this episode of house of kim
0: thanks for listening to house of kim with kim zolciak Beerman. catch new episodes weekly exclusively on podcast1.com, on the podcast one app and subscribe on apple podcasts if you love the show don't forget to leave a rating and review
1: sponsors for this episode of House of Kim are HelloFresh. For $80 off your first month of HelloFresh, go to HelloFresh.com slash kimzy 80 and enter code z 80 Custom Inc. Get 10% off your next order for full details and to start designing, go to customink.com slash Z and Dole. Check out Dole Crafted Smoothie Blends. Find them in the frozen aisle.
0: Planning for your next trip?